Welcome to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Join us in person for worship each Sunday at 9.30 a.m. For more information about Covenant, including discipleship and mission opportunities, visit us at www.covenantpresjackson.org. Out of all the individuals, out of all the peoples, out of all the nations, out of all the world, God chose Abram. Out of all the individuals, out of all the peoples, out of all the nations, out of all the world, God called Abram. Out of all the individuals, out of all the peoples, out of all the nations, out of all the world, God spoke to Abram. Abram was a descendant of Shem, one of the sons of Noah. Abram was the son of Terah. His wife was Sarai. They had no children. They were childless, for Sarai was barren, and Abram lived in Haran. His home was in Haran. He had moved there from Ur, the city of Ur, and had settled in Haran with his wife and his father and his nephew Lot. Haran is what is now southern Turkey, just across the northern border of Syria. And Haran, just like Ur, was a center of moon worship, moon worship. There was a cult, there was a religion that, that worshipped the moon god named Sin. Abram was surrounded by idol worship. And in fact, his own family worshipped idols, this moon god. In the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 24, verse 2, God, God spoke these words to his people. Long ago, your fathers lived beyond the Euphrates. Terah, the father of Abraham and of Nahor, and they served other gods. So Abram was raised in a home that worshipped the moon, a, a home that worshipped idols, a, a pagan home. Now maybe, just maybe, there were still, still whispers of the true God that had passed down through the generations, but it is likely that Abram himself was an idol worshipper serving the moon god of his family. So Abram was a man who was lost. Abram was a man who was lost in idolatry, lost in sin. He didn't know the one true God. He didn't know the Lord, the Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, the, the one who had saved Noah from the flood. But God knew Abram. And out of all the individuals, out of all the peoples, out of all the nations, out of all the world, God chose him. God called him. God spoke to him simply as an act of grace, simply as an act of love. And this is what the Lord said to Abram. Go. He told him to, to go. Leave your country, leave your kindred, leave your father's house. Go. Leave your land, leave your family, leave your home. Go. Leave your idols, leave your sin, leave your old life behind and go. Go into the unknown. Go into the unfamiliar. Go to a land that's not named. A land that is not identified. A land that will be shown later. The Lord says, go. 
follow me. It's, it's almost as if God is telling Abram to, to go with his eyes shut and his ears open, to listen, to trust, to believe, even if he couldn't see everything, even if he didn't know all of the details. And if Abram did go, if Abram did follow, God makes a promise, several promises, in fact. Stunning promises. Remarkable promises. God promised that he would bless Abram, set him apart, bestow good upon him, prosper him. God promises that he would make his name great, a name of renown, a name of preeminence. God promises that he would make him into a great nation. He promises that he would bless those who bless him and curse those who curse him. And, and finally, God promises that in him, all the families of the earth would be blessed, that through him, through Abram, all the families of the earth would be blessed. And how does Abram respond? How does the 75-year-old pagan idol worshiper respond to God's word? How does he respond to God's call? How does he respond to God's promises? Listen, listen again to verse four. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. Abram went. And he responds in faith. He goes in faith. He follows in faith. He believes. He listens, even though he doesn't know exactly where he's going, even though he is unsure about how it will all play out. Abram went. And this account is brief. The the scripture doesn't delve into questions that we may have. It doesn't reveal Abram's thoughts before he responded to God's word. I mean, we may want to know what, what, what was his initial reaction. Did he struggle with the decision? Did he wrestle with fears? Did he doubt? Did he waver? Was he resolute? We're not told. But we are told this, that Abram goes. He goes in faith. Abram's story is the story of every person of faith. In, in, in life, you find yourself settled. Settled in Ur, settled in Haran. I mean, it's, it's familiar. You, you have family, you have friends, you, you know the people, you know the streets, you know the sights, you know the sounds, you know the stories, you know the restaurants. It's comfortable, it's home. But the truth is that you're lost. Lost like Abram. Lost in sin, lost, lost not knowing God. Now, maybe you know some about God. Maybe, maybe you've heard whispers about God, but you don't know it. But God knows you. God knows everything about you. God knew you before he laid the foundations of the world. And God chooses you. God calls you. God speaks to you. And he does so through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the fulfillment of God's promises to Abram. The, the promise that declared, in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. 
That promise pointed to the future. That promise pointed to a future descendant of Abram, a future son of Abram, who would bring blessing and bring blessing not just to the family of Abram, but to all the families of the earth, including you. Jesus, Son of God. Jesus, Son of Abraham. He has brought blessing through his death. He has brought blessing through his resurrection. Blessing for you. And he chooses you and he calls you and he speaks to you out of grace. Out of love. And here are his words to you. He speaks to you. Here are his words to you. Follow me. Follow me. Leave your country, leave your kindred, leave your father's house. Follow me. Leave the familiar, leave the comfortable, leave your old life, leave your past. Follow me. Follow me into a new land. Follow me into the unknown. Follow me with ears open, listening, obeying. And if you do, if you do, if you heed the call of Jesus, if you follow, God makes you a promise. Several promises, in fact. Stunning promises. Remarkable promises. He promises that through Jesus Christ, you will be blessed, set apart, his goodness poured out upon you. He promises through, through Jesus, you will be his child, his own. He promises that through Jesus, your sins will be forgiven. All of them, past, present, and future, gone, washed clean. He promises that through Jesus, you will have life. Eternal life, life after death life, forever life, resurrected life. Life with him. Have you heard the call of Jesus? The call to follow. The call to leave your past behind. The call to follow him into the unknown. The, the call to follow him to a new land. Go. Follow. Like Abram, respond in faith. Like Abram, believe. Take that first step in obedience. Because obedience follows faith. Abram left Haran. He left Haran and he went south to Canaan. He went with Sarai and Lot. He went with his possessions. He went with his servants and he went to Shechem. Shechem's located at a pass between two mountains, Mount Ebal and Mount Gerizim. And there in Shechem, God appeared to Abram. There in Shechem, God spoke to him. And he said this, to your offspring, I will give this land. Not all right, you've arrived. This is your land. Here you go, settle here. Build a house here. No, no. He promises it to Abram's offspring. 
another promise. And in response, Abram builds an altar. He builds an altar to the Lord, to sacrifice to the Lord, to worship the Lord who appeared to him and who spoke to him and who promised to him. And then Abram continued in faith. He continued walking in faith. He continued following in faith, once again going south, now going to the hill country, east of the city of Bethel. And there he pitched his tent. And there he built another altar, another altar to the Lord, to worship the Lord, where he called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram continued in faith, walking in faith, following in faith, once again going south, this time toward the Negev. The life of faith is the life of a pilgrim. Following Jesus is the life of a pilgrim. A pilgrim is someone who's left one place and is traveling to another. A pilgrim has left their home and they are traveling to another. A pilgrim is on a journey. But a pilgrim's not a wanderer. Not a wanderer because there's a goal, there's a destination, there's an end to the travel, an end to the journey. And when you follow Jesus Christ, there is a sense that you live in a tent. Yes, you have a home. Yes, you, you have family. You have relationships. You, you study. You, you work. You shop. You build community. But this is not your permanent home. You can't be completely settled. Because God has a permanent home for you, an eternal home prepared for you, an eternal city with him, one of love and peace and joy, one where you will dwell forever, one where your heart will rest. Rest in the presence of your Savior. That's where your journey ends. That is where your travels cease. And you have to go through death to get there. Now, like Abram, you may not know exactly what it'll be like. Like Abram, you may, not, you may not know exactly when you'll arrive. So it requires faith. Faith as you travel. Faith as you follow. Faith as you pitch your tent. Faith as you live among the Canaanites. Faith like Abram. Will you struggle? You, you know this. Yes. Yes, you will struggle. Abram struggled. We're going to see this over and over again in our study. You'll struggle. You'll question. You'll doubt. You, you, you may despair. But in these, in these moments, in these hours, in these days, let God speak to you. Read the scriptures. Hear his word over and over and over again. Receive the sacrament. Be reminded of his promises and cling to them. 
for they are true and they are for you. And then take another step in faith. Follow in faith. And as you take each step, God will call you to a deeper and deeper faith. And as you take each step, God will call you to a greater and greater obedience, all the while growing you and nourishing you, all the while being with you as you follow his son. Which direction is your next step of faith? It could be read the Bible. Read the Bible all the way through this year. It could be forgive someone that you never thought you could forgive. It could be invite someone to, to join you in worship one Sunday. It could be to share your faith. It could be to go on a mission trip. It could be to teach a Bible study. What? new adventure is God calling you to next? Now, as a, as a pilgrim, as a pilgrim, do, do you pass without a trace? Now, when, when Nathan and Peter, my sons, were in Scouts, part of what they learned in Scouts was leave no trace. So after a camp out or after a gathering of Scouts, Scouts would, would make a line and they would walk through picking up, cleaning up every bit of trash, every bit of debris along the way. The, the, the scouts were to leave the place cleaner and better than they found it. As pilgrims, are we to leave no trace? No. Well, what did Abram leave? Abram left altars. Abram left places of worship. He left visual reminders that God is present, that God is at work. Have you built an altar? Me, me, meaning this, do those who know you, do those around you, do those who work with you, those whom you're in school with, those that you so, socialize with, do they know that you follow Jesus? Do they know you belong to God? Not, not that you have to talk about it constantly. No. But does it show? Is there something different about you as you travel through Canaan? As you travel like Abram, a pilgrim of faith? as you travel following Jesus Christ, as you travel to the eternal city, as you travel to your destination to inherit the promise given to be with God forever. Thank you for tuning in to Witness, a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. 